Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Doctrine and Covenants of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Even though this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally and historically accurate as possible. Every day a new section of the Doctrine and Covenants will be released. I hope that you'll visit this often and be able to share this uh, with your friends. Thank you. Hi there, and welcome back to the Doctrine and Covenants podcast. This will be for section 55. The heading reads, Revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet to William W. Phelps at Kirtland, Ohio, June 14, 1831. William W. Phelps, a printer, and his family had just arrived at Kirtland, and the prophet sought the Lord for information concerning him. About the middle of June, while we were preparing for our journey to Missouri, wrote Joseph Smith, William W. Phelps and his family arrived among us to do the will of the Lord, he said, so I inquired of the Lord concerning him and received the following. William Wines Phelp, born September 17th, or I'm sorry, 17th of February, 1792, at Hanover, New Jersey, became interested in the message of the Restoration while residing in Canandaigua, New York, about 12 miles south of Palmyra. His interest in the Book of Mormon led him to purchase a copy in April of 1830. He read the book and was convinced of its truthfulness. His further investigation of the Restoration took him to Ohio with the intent of becoming a member of the church. Previous to this time, he was very involved in politics as editor of a partisan newspaper. He had sought nomination of the anti-Mason party for the office of lieutenant governor of the state of New York. Concerning the influence that he had in the church, historian Bruce Van Orden observed, excluding Sidney Rigdon, W.W. Phelps was the most publicly well-known convert to the early church. However, unlike Elder Rigdon, his contribution to the kingdom of God were not for just a few years, but lasted throughout his life. As editor of the Evening and the Morning Star and as a frequent contributor to other church publications and also as a powerful orator, Brother Phelps was one of the most influential early exponents of LDS doctrines and practices. No one was better educated and more articulate than he in the early days of the church. Verse 1, Behold, thus saith the Lord unto you, my servant William, yea, even the Lord of of the whole earth, thou art called and chosen, and after thou hast been baptized by water, which if you do, with an eye single to my glory, you shall have a remission of your sins and a reception of the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands. The singular privilege is here accorded to W. W. Phelps, a non-member of the church, of of, of having the prophet inquire of the Lord in his behalf. This revelation comes in response to the request W. W. Phelps is told to be baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost by the laying on of hands. Thus, the revelation, like many given under the hands of of priesthood leaders, personalizes principles that apply to to all accountable persons. The same message would be given to any honest truth seeker who in like manner sought a revelation from the Lord through the living oracle of his or her day. W.W. Phelps is then told that he will be ordained an elder and called to preach the principles he has complied with, namely faith, repentance, baptism, and the receipt of the Holy Ghost by the laying on of hands. And that was a commentary by um, Joseph Fielding McConkie. Verse 2, And then thou shalt be ordained by the hand of my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., to be an elder unto, unto this church, to preach repentance and remission of sins by way of baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And on whomsoever you shall lay your hands, if they are contrite before me, you shall have power to give the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. And again, you shall be ordained to assist my servant Oliver Cowdy to do the work of printing and of selecting and writing books for schools in this church, that little children also may receive instruction before me as is pleasing unto me. Brother Phelps had been a printer, remember, and so now he's going to work as a printer under um, Oliver Cowdery. 
Verse 5, And again, verily I say unto you, that for this cause you shall take your journey with my servants Joseph Smith Jr. and Sidney Rigdon, that you may be planted in the land of your inheritance to do this work. W. W. Phelps was informed that his work would be in the soon-to-be-designed site of Latter-day Zion, soon-to-be-designated site of Latter-day Zion. His journey to Kirtland, Ohio, to be baptized was only the beginning of his travels. Once he put his hand to the plow, there was to be no turning back. His talents were needed in Independence, Missouri, where he would become editor for the church newspaper, The Evening and the Morning Star, and where he would be called to supervise the printing of the revelations to be published as the Book of Commandments. Verse 6, And again let my servant Joseph Coe also take his journey with them. Joseph Coe was excommunicated in 1838 and remained in Kirtland. The residue shall be made known hereafter, even as I will. Amen. I bear testimony that these scriptures are true and that this is the mind and will of the Lord at the time for these saints. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. See you next time. Bye.